0: Amen. why don't you go ahead and be seated tonight what an amazing amazing time already in the presence of the Lord when we look at the chronology of what was going on a couple thousand years ago this might have been the darkest part of the days when Jesus hung on the cross A lot of hopes were dashed in the men and the women that followed him. And then coming up into this day, looking towards Saturday, just a day of like silence, like where's God? I don't see him, I don't sense him, I can't feel him anymore, he's not here. I don't have his word alive and ringing in my ears. But how many of you know God the Father was working even when no one could see? Let me just set the stage for already where we're going tonight so beautifully in worship. Um, let me just say this this isn't a night to rush. Uh, we don't want to, if you will, belabor the point, but uh, what we're going to be partaking of in communion and then the cards that you received, um, I'm trusting that God does a deep work in all of us tonight. That um, as this night is a night that for many of us, um, You've been to Good Friday services or your relationship with God has been going on for years and or decades. And for others, you might have just met the Lord months ago or last year uh, at a difficult time in your life. But uh, this is a night just to kind of, my words, just pump the brakes a little bit. And uh, let's just let God do a deep work in all of us as we partake of communion here and, you know, toward the end of the service but as we just ask ourselves some real pointed and clear questions about where we are with him because of this night. Peter, the follower of Jesus, writes this in his book. He says, Christ suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but he was made alive in the spirit. The scripture's real clear. You know, we live in a culture and a society that says, you're good, you're good, you're all good. Don't let anybody tell you you're not good. Let me tell you what the Bible says. You're not good. You're not good. We're born into a sin-stained world. We're born sinners that need a Savior. But how many of you know the Scripture says He died for us, the just For the uh, come on, we're gonna clap. Let's clap a little bit right there. Yeah. So this night is a night that we remember. We we remember about what He's done, and the Scripture tells us that for all eternity, the unfolding, limitless, measureless grace of God is going to be revealed to us. Where. it's like a diamond ring where the light shines on the diamond and every time you move the ring it reflects and refracts another beautiful uh, uh, reflection an image of that stone we're going to be seeing Jesus for eternity and just saying glory, glory, glory you saved me you delivered me come on, you redeemed me you rescued me the blood is still speaking come on everybody the bible says the blood of abel remember that his brother cain killed him the blood of abel cried out vengeance the blood of jesus on the cross cries out mercy cries out mercy that card you received in a moment we're going to be asking you to spend several moments as i said just reflecting on what that card actually says. Just take that out for a second. Would you do that? Uh, On the side that says, Jesus took my, and it's got three separate lines. He took my blank, blank, and blank uh, to the cross with him. He he took it to the cross with him. Uh, Look at that verse below. Paul, the apostle writes to the Corinthian church, Let's, let's read that out loud. Would you do it with me? Come on, one, two, three, read. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. God made him Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for you and me that we might become totally, completely right before God. The minute you make Jesus the Lord of your life, the minute you say yes, the minute you repent of your sin, the minute you confess your sin to God, the minute that happens at the new birth, but that happens on any time that you miss the mark, what sin means, and you ask the Lord to forgive you, He places you back in a state, and a stance of righteousness like you've never sinned. He doesn't look at you As now a sinner he looks at you as now a saint beloved by God called by God chosen by God again redeemed by God that causes us to think differently about us and about one another that no longer do we have to go through life consistently struggling and striving trying to perform or trying to overcome He overcame for us. Come on, the Bible says we are now overcomers by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Scripture tells us that. Perfection, we could say, died for imperfection because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of this cross that we celebrate. It's an amazing thing now, again, culturally, The cross is accepted as fashion wear. It's cool to have a cross. It's cool to have a cross around your neck and cross earrings and cross tattoo. And I'm not against that. But I'm just saying in this day, 2,000 years ago, this wasn't a cool symbol. This was a symbol of death. This was a symbol of pain. This was a symbol of anguish. This was a symbol where criminals were punished. It would be, forgive me, but it would be like somehow that we would have we would have a gallows around our neck as a symbol, or no, we understand that, or a guillotine. But this cross and the person who hung on that cross is what brought redemption for us, you and me. And again, I can't stress it enough. Just since it's so hard, you know, heavy on my heart, that I think so many of us as believers go through life. Somehow thinking, I talked with a guy this past week and he somehow thought that he had done something so bad and so awful that now what was going on in his life was because of God's displeasure in his life. The scripture is really clear. He loves you through the blood of Jesus because of Jesus. He absolutely loves you. Romans says, death, life, principalities, powers, things present, things to come. Nothing could ever separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Hear me tonight. The cross screams, Jesus loves you. God loves you. Heaven is open for you. This isn't a um, a Good Friday kind of couple of verses, but I was just thinking about This night is, you know, we just kind of come to a point sometimes in our life, and I think that a lot of people think that they've got to do something to get God's attention, do something to get God to bring favor into their life. There's a story in Luke chapter 19 about a guy named Zacchaeus. Uh, Y'all that have been raised in church for a while, you know Zacchaeus even had his own song. Come on. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. (laughs) And uh, come on, church, wee little man was he. Yeah. Uh, the story is, is written in Luke 19. And Zacchaeus was a tax collector. He was tolerated by the Romans because he was collecting ch- taxes from the Jews. But he was hated by the Jews because he was ripping them off. The scripture says he was a rich man, a rich tax collector. They hated him. They hated him. The scripture says that he heard that Jesus was coming to down and so since he was a short man a small man he ran ahead you know it the scripture if you've been read the Bible there and he climbed a sycamore tree just to see Jesus just just curious just curious and let me tell you something maybe you're in the room tonight and you're not quite sure but you're a little bit curious Jesus will meet you in your curiosity And the scripture says that he climbed up that tree and Jesus stopped right there. And you know, if you've read it, he looks up at the tree and he calls a man by name who he had never met before. Jesus knows your name. The tree represents and symbolizes man's attempt. I've got to climb. I've got to climb. I've got to do something for Jesus to see me. Jesus stops at the bottom of that tree and he looks up and he says to Zacchaeus, Zac, will you come down? Will you come down, church, from your striving? Will you come down from your performance mindset? Will you come down from your work that I've got to do something to get God to see me? He just says, will you come down? Zacchaeus, I'm going to go to your house today. That um, flipped all the religious people off. They were mad. They started talking about what was going on. And the scripture is really clear that the Bible talks about Jesus and John. John says that Jesus was full of grace and truth. Grace and truth. Met Zacchaeus at a place where he was trying to perform. Everybody trying to see Jesus. Everybody trying to touch Jesus. And all... Zacchaeus had to do was come down. This is what I'm asking us tonight. I'm asking everybody in the room. Will you come down from the tree that you've climbed? Come down from whatever you've climbed up to think you deserve it, you earned it, you're working for it. God, now you need to. Jesus says, I won't meet you there. I'm asking you to Come down from your tree, humble yourself. Let me see you eye to eye. And when we see him eye to eye, believe me, the next place we'll be is on our knees. Zacchaeus climbed a tree to see Jesus. And isn't it interesting, Jesus hung on a tree to save Zacchaeus. It's a great reversal that we see constantly in the Scripture. That now I'm going to give up control of my life. I'm going to come tonight and on this card I'm choosing to write down some sin, some things that I'm dealing with. Addiction, struggle, gossip, lust, wrong desires, crazy thoughts that I just, I'm acting on. I, I'm choosing tonight to write them down because I'm aware of who you are and what you want to do in my life. It's interesting when you read that story in in Luke 19. We have no record. So many times when Jesus was preaching, of course, we have all those red letters in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in in the gospels, about what he said at different locations. We have no idea what he said in the house with Zacchaeus but we see the response of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus said, if I've stolen from anybody, I'll I'll repay it. If I've ripped anybody off, I'll, I'll repay it. So while Jesus was speaking, there was an awareness of sin in his life. But as I was thinking about that, even in my life, in your life, being aware of sin doesn't change the situation. When we're aware of sin, now we need to take it a step further. We need to repent of our sin. That's what this is all about tonight. What we're going to do in a couple of minutes is the team is going to sing a song and I'm going to ask you and just to spend an unhurried, unrushed time. Lord. What do I want? What's going on in my life that I'm, I'm needing you to take tonight? I'm selfish. I'm self-centered. There's not love in my life for my husband or for my wife. I'm, 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 I'm asking you to heal our marriage tonight. I'm asking you to. I've got some secret sin in my life. I'm going I'm to write it down. I'm going to name it tonight. Because I believe there's a name above this that is going to bring deliverance in my life. Without an awareness of sin, there can be no sorrow for sin. And without sorrow for sin, there can be no forgiveness of sin. That's called repentance. Paul wrote to the Corinthians and he said this, the kind of sorrow God wants leads away from sin and results in salvation. I think that we, again in North America at least, I think that we just like, we got the mindset, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And maybe God's touching your heart tonight saying, you're not all good. You will be good when you confess and repent, but you're just not good. Let me heal you tonight. Let me deliver you tonight. Let the blood of Jesus Christ wash over over you tonight. That's what filling this card's all about. What's going to happen is that You're going to fill in the struggle, the challenge, the difficulty, the sin in your life. And then the ushers are going to help us after a little bit of a time. We're going to release the congregation, the audience, to come Rose from the back. We're going to come up to the front. There'll be a couple of staff people here helping us. and We're not going to put this part on the outside of the cross because no one needs to see whatever you've dealt with because it's between you and the Lord. Everybody's going to see this side of the cross. I'm, I'm, I'm forgiven. I'm delivered. I'm, I'm redeemed. I'm free because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on. That's just good news, everybody. That's just good news. When you repent, he removes the sin. You receive forgiveness. You then return to living, and he doesn't remember it anymore one more time when you repent of your sin he removes the sin you receive forgiveness you return to living and he doesn't remember the sin it's gone because of the blood of Jesus so come on get your card out there would you do that get your pen take an unhurried time this isn't a time to rush What is it that you want him to take tonight? Come on, the team is going to sing, and then we'll come up to the cross, and we'll pin them here. We'll sing some more. We'll receive communion after a while, and we're going to leave here. Listen to me. Tonight, I'm believing this. Just like the nation of Israel, when they took Passover, they left Egypt a different way. Tonight, I believe can be like a night like none other. That whatever it is that's been hounding you and a struggle in your life, tonight we're going to leave it on this cross. And we're coming up one way, but we're going back to our seat another way. Come on. In Jesus' name. All right, team. I need mom would you go ahead and just bow your head father God we just thank you that we right now in the name of Jesus as we've come before you and we have confessed our sin you said in first John chapter 1 you are faithful to forgive us from all of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness tonight We declare not by our works, but by the work and the working of the blood of Jesus. We declare we're free. We declare we're delivered. We declare we're redeemed. We declare we're called. We declare we're chosen. We declare that we're sons and daughters of God, heirs of God and joint heirs with and because of Jesus. We honor you tonight. Father, we just thank you that you truly are the God who sees. You know our hearts, Lord God, even before we really realize what we're thinking or we have felt. And we thank you, Lord, that tonight, that as we've committed these things to you, Lord, you have taken them and you've thrown them into the sea of forgetfulness. Mm Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And Lord, you're setting our feet on a right course. Mm -hmm. I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're going alongside with us. Mm -hmm. You're with us every step of the way as we have turned our will from our own self-seeking to seeking after your perfect will. Mm -hmm. We give you praise tonight. Mm -hmm. We rejoice Mm -hmm. that you are our God Mm -hmm. and your love is immeasurable. Mm -hmm. And We praise you in Jesus' name. Father, tonight we remember... What happened to Peter? Peter denied you. He disowned you. But the scripture says as you looked at him while you were in Pilate's court, he saw you and he whipped, ran out, and wept just bitterly. Tonight, there is a remorse. And there is a shame for our sin. But Father, we remember that when Jesus was raised from the dead and he came into that room and he said, tell the disciples and tell Peter I'm alive. You loved us when we were in our sin. And you made a way for us to find the cross. So come on, all over the room, let's do this. Let's just lift a hand to him who alone is worthy. Who alone is worthy. Father, we thank you for Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you took on flesh and you suffered and died for us. We say thank you. Come on, in Jesus' name, can you say amen, everybody? Go ahead and be seated for a few seconds here. We're going to be receiving communion in just the next couple of moments. If you did not receive the communion elements, would you just go ahead and raise your hand so we can get those to you? If you did not, our staff will find you and just pass them down to some folks right there if you could, please. In the book of Exodus, the last plague before israel left egypt was going to be the killing of the firstborn man child and or animal the remedy that god gave moses and moses told the people of israel was you take a lamb for a house a lamb for a house And you kill the lamb and you collect the blood and then you take the blood and you apply the blood over the doorposts, a type of cross, over the doorposts of your house. Because when the death angel passes over, when the death angel sees blood, hence the name, he will pass over that house. It's interesting. Again, just think with me for a few moments. The death angel didn't go into a house to see who was worthy. All the death angel was doing was seeing blood. If I see blood, I don't enter the house. Jesus sees you through the blood of Jesus God sees you through the blood of Jesus the death angel passing over symbolic that we could say in the New Testament is no longer does the power of Satan or sin have dominion over us no longer are we under the hold and the grip and the power of sin again not like Zacchaeus, I don't have to climb a tree. I don't have to perform. I don't have to be perfect because I honor the perfect blood of Christ. John the Baptist, who was Jesus' cousin, saw Jesus and he said, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He knew and had revelation That my cousin isn't just man, my cousin is God, he's Lord. And his call and his assignment is to take away the sin of every person, every man, every woman, every tribe, every tongue that confesses him as Lord and Savior. On that last night before Jesus was going to be betrayed, he had his disciples close with him. If you've read it, you know that Judas was there. It's interesting that Jesus was okay with Judas being in the same room because he knew what he had to do for you and me. And The scripture says he took bread and he broke it and he gave to the disciples and they ate it. We'll be doing that in the next couple of moments. But it's even interesting when we kind of rewind that time frame that Jesus told a couple of the disciples, he said, when you go into the city, here's what you're going to do. You're going to find a man. And he's carrying a pitcher of water on his head. Follow that man. Follow that man. Because he's got a room, listen to me, a large, furnished, upper room that we are going to celebrate Passover. A large, furnished, upper room that we're going to come together. And we're going to feast. Anytime you see water many, many times in the scripture, it's symbolic of the Holy Spirit. That Jesus says, you follow the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit, the water of God, the refreshing of God, the life God. God's going to draw you to a large, upper, furnished room that we're going to enjoy fellowship together around what we have today called communion, the Passover. They remembered as Jewish men, seen the blood of bulls and goats and animals that would be killed and then their bodies offered a sacrifice to God. And Jesus tells them, that day has passed and a new day is begun right now that what we are partaking of this bread is my body this wine this juice is my blood that's given for you for remission removal of sin in the old testament the scripture says our sins were covered but never removed now in the new testament the book of hebrews says that our sins and the consciousness, the remembrance of them because of the blood of Jesus can completely be gone from our life. Jesus doesn't see you as a sinner. He sees you as a beloved child of his. Amen, everybody. So Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me. The word remembrance means actively call to mind. So tonight I want to actively call to mind. His call, His grace, His ability, His talent, His gifting in my life. I'm going to call to mind what the power of the blood, what the power of His body now brings me near. Not only to the head, Jesus, but to others in the body of Christ. Now, I want to call to mind that I'm going to, as a series, we... Recently, spoke. I'm gonna love the Lord my God with my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I'm gonna love my neighbor as myself. I'm gonna go into all the world and preach the gospel. I'm gonna evangelize. I want God to use me. I want to teach and train people to follow Jesus. Tonight, this meal, somebody said, is the meal that heals. It heals me from all my hookups and my hangups and my mess ups and my struggles and my frustrations. This meal tells me you can come down from your tree I'm going to your house I want to spend time with you I want to fellowship with you God became man, Jesus suffered and died so we could receive forgiveness of sins come on, go ahead and open up that communion tonight why don't you maybe just go ahead and open up both of those, I think it will take you a second ahead and get that wafer out and then maybe open up that juice part tonight we're humbling ourselves again we've confessed our sin but tonight we're remembering the body and the blood of Jesus Christ we're inviting him in we're partaking of his life. We're receiving forgiveness of sins as we've confessed. We're receiving the power of the blood that removes sin from our life, heals our bodies. But one more time, as the disciples went to a room that was a large upper room that was furnished, tonight, I'm saying, and I trust we all are, Lord, I give you the highest part of my life I give you all my ambition I give you my desires I give you what I'm striving for the large, upper, furnished room and thinking in my life of what I want my life to be I lay it down tonight to have fellowship with you use me, let me be who you want me to be I never thought, Kimberly and I were talking this afternoon right before we came in. And as we were getting dressed, I said, can you, can, you just, can you just, aren't you amazed that God actually called us? Just called us. There's no pastors or preachers in my family. But God saw this little redneck in Tennessee <laughs> and said, you know what? I think I want to use him. I think I wanna use him. I'm humbled, but every day we've got a choice to give God our large upper room that's furnished. We lay it all down at the cross and we ask you to use us in this time and this hour. Amen, come on, take the wafer symbolic of the blood, the body, excuse me. Father, we remember the body of Christ went to the cross for us, suffered and died for us. We humble ourselves tonight and we thank you that the body has brought us near to you. Nails in his hands and his feet, spear in his side, crown of thorns on his head for us. He was spit at, spit upon, beaten and bruised, laughed at, scorned, mocked. Jesus felt every blow so that we could be healed and delivered. We receive that tonight in Jesus' name. Let's go, let's partake. Go ahead and get the juice, symbolic of the blood. Come on, we sang about the blood tonight, amen? The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, it's not the blood of bulls and goats or heifers or the sprinkling, but only the blood of Jesus Christ that could redeem us. We're eternally redeemed. Once and for all, Jesus sat down at the right hand of the throne on high, forever ruling and ruling, the scripture says, till all of his enemies are being made his footstool. Amen. Amen. So tonight we are, again, enacting, remembering, remembering, what he did for us. And the scripture says, at the marriage supper of the Lamb, Christ as King of kings and Lord of lords will once again commune with us and us with him. Listen to me, that is a reality. That day in Jesus' name is coming soon. Come on, Maranatha, the Lord comes soon. Maranatha. Let's hold the cup up. Father, we remember the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. We're not redeemed by our good works or by our achievements or our church attendance or our Bible reading. We're not redeemed because we've done anything good or we give a lot of money away. We're redeemed because of the blood of Jesus. We say thank you tonight. We remember and we honor. We honor the blood. It's holy, it's pure. Jesus was sinless, righteous altogether. There's power, power. Wonder, working power in the blood. We receive it tonight. Amen. Let's partake. Amen. The staff is going to be coming down with some buckets. If you grab a bucket and just pass and put your uh, communion elements in there, they'll collect them.